Hey everybody, welcome to episode 15 of Cultural Talks. Uh, you know, it's me, Lamont Phillips, a.k.a. God's Dirty Hands. It's me, Vanessa Phillips. You can find me on Facebook at Vanessa Phillips or Instagram at sweetness underscore 426. So today we'll be talking about uh, true crime stories. That was the topic picked for today. And then, uh, most importantly though, we're going to talk about... Uh, this war and Russia and Ukraine. That has to be touched upon because that is very important. And then um, for my our topics, our topics are basically crime stories in a sense or criminal stories, however you want to say it. So it goes along with the topic. Uh, but before we go on, I have a question I would like to start the show off with. Um... Then, you know, crime, police, they go hand in hand. I had someone ask me a question that made a lot of sense. It says, instead of defunding the police, should we fund them more to make sure training is more intense and that we train them to have better people skills and how to handle situations differently to make sure they're more comfortable in pressure situations? So if you guys want, we would definitely like for you to comment on that in chat. I'm going to let Vanessa start and answer this one first. Um, I, I kind of, um, I don't think we should defund the police. I think they need better training. I think they need better qualifications. You know, you know what I mean? Because I feel like um, they just, no offense, they like, they just take anybody. <laughs> you know what I mm-hmm. mean? So I feel like you should have a criminal justice background. You get yes. what I'm saying? Like. Because I know that you need to have like two years of some kind of education to be a cop, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but the training to be a cop is only a few months. Right. That's terrible. So I do think they need better training, um, better programs. And I've always said this, they need um, more people that we can relate to. So I want to say more people that are, you know, of... My, you know, color or minority. Minority. You know, um, to make a difference. Okay. So, I've said before, like, um, if you want to say it's because of how they're trained, that can definitely be a thing because they're not really trained properly at all. A few months training when uh, somebody's life is in your hands is not acceptable, if you ask me in any way, shape, or form. If we were to fund them more, they need to have better people skills and not be scared of minorities because that's what it comes down to. These cops are scared and they feel like their life is threatened because what's portrayed of all blacks or all Spanish and the first thing they do is go to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be protect and serve. Right. You're not protecting us. Uh, we should be able to call the police and feel safe. If I call the cops, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to feel safe. I'm going to feel like my life is going to be the one but in jeopardy. Because you've dealt with. I've also dealt with good cops, yeah. though. But, but still, no, I, I'm not comfortable with them just based off that. Um, I think better training would help tremendously, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of these dudes, you know, maybe uh, uh, we need to have a, a psychological test as well. A lot of these dudes were bullied and shit, and they want payback. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. Um, that's a huge problem because then, now, you taking it out because somebody 
of color or race did something to you, man, like, that's not how it's supposed to be. Right. Again, let's not forget, it's supposed to be protect and serve. If someone picks up the phone, they should feel safe. I just had an incident. Police were called on me. And luckily, they were decent cops, and they went by the situation and not because I'm a black male. And you know what I'm saying? So shout out to them. Fuck all the other cops who are pieces of shit and uh, are scared and don't do their job properly. You know what I mean? Right. That's the the the, the problem. Uh, we need to make sure that if you call the police, you feel safe. And three months of training is not enough if you ask no, me. No, definitely not. Okay, Gabby said, what people don't understand is defunding the police doesn't mean the police are going to go away. That just means that it doesn't come out of your taxes. Let the government pay their wages. I wouldn't mind if... See, I'm not... I don't know. I feel like they're they're supposed to protect and serve. So therefore, like, I don't care if my taxes go to that. I care that my taxes go to it and they killing us and locking us yeah. up for bullshit. That's what I care about. Right. Um. Jessica Ortiz... They have every excuse, right? That's why I don't fuck with the ops or the system. Fuck them. Listen, I I I don't I don't feel comfortable around police in any manner. In any manner. Even if I'm not doing nothing wrong, I um yeah, I don't like them. Kevin, you can never go wrong with more training, especially with it within what if situations. I agree, Kevin. N- Yami some people just have the instilled in them. No training will change them. But Yami, that's why I said, have them see a psychologist to, mm-hmm. to see where their brains are. Make them take tests that they don't know are tests to, to tell if you're racist or you're discrimin you're you're, you're just a person that will discriminate easily. There's tests, so it's not like they can't do it. We can do it. Um, that's just how I feel. We are at work. Have a good stream. Thank you, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing for me. Um, Kelvin, I see you. I definitely feel like training will go a long way, but the training and and the situational training and making sure mentally that they're okay. Yeah. Well, I do know that they have like psychologists, psychiatrists and all that stuff within the force. Yeah, but you need someone outside. Right. Beforehand. Yeah. Because remember it's the, uh, blue blood code or whatever the fuck they go by. Uh, so that's that's the thing too. Don't have a psychiatrist that is paid for by the police. Have it paid for by the government, right. who is going to make sure that what they're doing is right. Again, that's like if, like for example, the National Guard, they're supposed to protect us, right? Too. Mm-hmm. But if you ever notice when the police are getting out of hand or can't handle something, the National Guard will come to kind of defuse the situation because they're not they're not gonna do like the police do right. in a sense they're they're supposed to protect from whoever so technically if they see a police officer getting out of line they have the right to then handle that accordingly yeah um you want to start with your your topic well i was going to talk about the rumor <laughs> first so since this is a true crimes episode um, for my rumor report, I want to talk about Tory Lanez and what happened with his situation. It just came out the other day uh, through DJ Academics, I guess. He's the one that put it out there, right? Mm-hmm. That um, supposedly there was no DNA found on the gun that he was accused of uh, shooting 
Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know that the lawyer, one of the lawyers, a reporter came out and said that that was not what was said. But instead, that they were, um, I guess, holding, like, invest, like, the investigation for furthermore testing, I guess. Um, so my question to you is, it's been a while, it's been almost two years since this shooting. Do you think that he did it? What are your thoughts? What do you think is going on? Do you think there's a bigger plan? Do you think that he did do it? I know that he came out and he said that he was um, having sex with Megan Thee Stallion and he uh, was also having sex with her best friend. And that was the argument that night. So. Alright, I want to say this. Um, He's maintained his innocence the whole time. He's never switched sides on that. Uh, the DNA not being found on the gun, well, it said it was inconclusive, which is is definitely in his favor. Um, he's also said from the beginning, a report came out before he's ever said this, if you haven't known that, that's the best friend and Meg were fighting in the car, mm. and then it turned to him and Meg because Meg then got mad at him when she mm-hmm. found out he was fucking both of them. Mm-hmm. He then tweeted when it came out that supposedly... It's inconclusive, the DNA, saying my dick is so, my dick's so good, I had two best friends fighting. Again, we'll never know what really happened. I also heard that the friend is the one who shot Meg, but mm. Meg is saying the friend didn't shoot her, mm. but they're not cool. Nobody's looking at the friend. And then, again, you remember the shitty in the music industry. Tory Lanez is, was independent. Mm-hmm. He left his label, and then all this came out. Now, also... For you who don't know, Rock Nation, who is management to Meg, called their lawyer. Mm. So now, if a lawyer who doesn't come out unless it's PR related, mm-hmm. why are you calling the lawyer all of a sudden? That's where I start to be like, there's more to this. Yeah. He didn't probably shoot her. Somebody probably shot her, mm-hmm. but let's cover it up and put it on him. Right, right. You know? What I think is it's some Illuminati shit. <laughs> That's what I think. Um, obviously, like you said, what, uh, what is it? The Rock Nation, what? They, they, they called their PR lawyer right. to come out, yeah. And who's tied up with Rock Nation? Meg. Right. Uh-huh. Which Rock Nation is tied up with Jay-Z. Jay-Z. So, we already know he's in a secret society. Um, I just think that if you're shooting someone in the foot, first of all, the foot has, feet. has the feet. <laughs> feet. The feet has the most bones in the body. Mm-hmm. There's... That's all bone structure. Preach. And uh, it's fine. There is nothing broken there. There is no torn, like, ligament. Nothing hit the nothing, bone. Nothing hit the bone. Nothing hit the bone. So, what was it? Was it glass? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't It doesn't make sense, number one. Um, number two, it was crazy how they put a gag order on him. In the beginning, yep. Okay. Um, also, no one's looking for this friend. Why is no one looking for this friend, and why is this friend not talking? Because most likely, they paid her. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Paid her to get out the way. Money talks, absolutely. Money talks, and they probably paid her not to speak and not to tell the truth. So, obviously, and like you said, he was independent. He makes his own money. Um, so I feel like, you know, it's one of those things, like, you know, maybe he decided that he was going to sign with somebody, and then it was like, eh, yeah. nah, Now, you sign where we it. tell you to. Yeah. So I, I do feel strongly about that. And um, and once you don't get with the program, with their program, the secret it's society, over. they will shut you down. Yeah. So 
That's just my opinion. That's what I think. You're completely correct. There's one thing I have to say to that, that it wasn't funny, but it was hilarious when it came out. And they said, Tori said, before he shot her, bitch dance. Nigga. When they said that, yo, I said if cuz really said that, this nigga go down the history of the king of hard on hoes. Because that shit was vicious, but... Again, why would you shoot someone and say that? I don't know, but that's what the report was. Let me get into some of these comments. I heard there was a a man in Ukraine that sacrificed his life to destroy a bridge because the Russians were on their way and remotely it would have took too long to detonate the bomb. I don't know if you know, there was one man, a, a, a jet pilot. He took out, it was six or eight Russian aircrafts by himself. Mm. And uh, R.I.P. I want to say R.I.P. to the Ukraine Ukraine people that uh that lost their lives and are injured. But I want to give a shout out to these these individuals as well because these soldiers in Ukraine were outmanned, outnumbered, outgunned, and the Russians told them, "If you put your guns down, we'll let you live." They literally are caught on camera saying, "Fuck you." Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You know, that's that's a love for your country, a love for your people that. A lot of y'all would not understand. That's loyalty. Mm. I'm willing to die for you. Yeah. Them, them men risked their life. And they could have easily just took the easy way out. I'm going to put my gun down. I'm going to live another day. So let's applaud them. That's, that's real. That's real. A lot of y'all won't understand. But that's real big. A shout out to everybody in, in the U.S. military. Uh, p- past, present, and future. Because, you know, you guys protect us too. So uh, shout out to you. Dobby laughing faces, Josh tagging people, Sparks, we see you. Um, the DNA portion is clutch. Tori standing strong. Gobby laughing faces. Kevin, it's really fucked up to think, to be honest. Think of his business, how much he lost on deals. Lots of deals. Power of lives can ruin someone's life regardless of who it is and what it is. Correct, Kevin. Me and you spoke yeah. on that. Her lying, she should get sued and owe him money. And them Grammys, give them back because her bum ass didn't deserve them. They gave them to her. They gave her them Grammys. They should have been Tories. Give my man his Grammys. Um, Gobby Nacho, he clapped her cheeks and her foot. I'm fucking dead. Angel, that's real, real. Gobby, how about the Ukraine boxers who are now soldiers? Yes, the Klitschko yes. brothers are going to fight in this war as well. Shout out to them. Applaud to them too, you know. Again, with this war, I just seen before we we came live, and I was taking my notes and stuff. Um, Russia's like, oh, the president fled. He left his country. You know, talking shit. Huh. The president goes live with the prime minister and a lot of other people of high power there to be like, in a nice way of saying, fuck you, we not running. We're not scared. And, um, you know... That's that that's big to me when you see that uh to stand tall. Yeah. In these times, Ukraine is showing real strength. You know? That's bravery. Kevin said the comeback album is gonna be great. Kev, listen. When Tory Lanez drops this next album, mm-hmm. oh my god. Gag order up. Bars. He's finna go <laughs> crazy. We yep. thought future go hard on women. Tory Lanez is about to end her career. Mind you, don't forget too, Meg is still in a deal with the baseball player. Carl Crawford, and they are still trying to get him out of the deal, and all he's saying is, well, if you want her, buy her out. Right. They don't want to do that. Right. Okay. 
a little bit more on this war because I know a lot of people are like, oh, why, why? It's not important to the U.S. It is because Ukraine is overall one of the richest uh, countries uh, material-wise, natural material-wise in the world, or at least in Europe. And Russia is trying to take over. Also, we get our oil and gas from Ukraine. China gets their oil and gas from Russia. So what's happening is, that's why Russia's backing them and we're backing them. Um, we just sent 7,000 troops over, okay? This is big for anybody in the military. If you know, if you ever had somebody, this is serious, this is getting real. And for you that there at home, uh, yeah, we never had a war in America. But the Russian president said, it's going to be something like never before in history if anybody intervenes. I suggest everybody who can, can afford, it's income tax time, go get yourself a gun, protect your family, throwing knives, throwing axes, whatever, this is real, you don't want to get caught too late before it's too late, you know what I'm saying, so protect yourself and protect your families, because that's what I'm finna do, mm -hmm. um, just, you know, I know a lot of y'all don't think it means much. Do your research. This, this this war is important, and there's other countries willing to back Ukraine in this because, you know, Ukraine was a part of Russia until 1991, and they split apart. Now they want it back. It's it's like an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. Ukraine finally left, and now I'm coming back I'm coming back. Uh, 20 years later. You're still mine and shit like that. You know, it's, it's not cool. Like 30 years, I should say. It's not cool. It's not acceptable. And, uh, again, a lot of people are going to lose their lives. So, salute to them, and rest in peace to them. This new, wait, what? The new decades has to be the worst, first of pandemic than war. Man, 2020 is, from 2020 to now, yes, a pandemic and then a war. Crazy. And a lot of war crimes are probably happening, too. Mm -hmm. with, this is why we're talking about it, not only because it's extremely important, but a lot of war crimes, because if you, uh, the Chernobyl, the Chino Shinobi, Shinobi, uh, whatever, uh, <laughs> nuclear plant, Russia took it over. And for y'all who don't know, that was the big, biggest nuclear nuclear uh, explosion to ever happen in the world. So that's, it's, it's crazy. What are your thoughts on the war, babe? There's a lot of shit that we don't know for a reason. There's a lot of, um, to keep things from us. So I feel like there's a lot more that we don't know. Um, they won't, they let us know what they want us to know. Cause if they told us everything, the world will go into mass hysteria. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to get a lot worse. I think the price of everything is going to go up. I think we're going to see a lot of world hunger, honestly. And I've been, you know, I've been telling you this since like the fucking summertime. I feel like, um, they might even come down here. I do feel like some way, somehow we're going to get attacked. You know, we act like we're untouchable. We're not. We're not. Um, and I'm, I'm really scared. Uh, I pray all the time, every single day, <laughs> as usual. But, like, honestly, um, ever since this happened, I've been praying for world peace, like, really, really hard. Um, it's scary. I'm scared. But, you know, I can't. I know God got me and my family. I know that right now, if we had to evacuate, I am ready. <laughs> I am all packed and ready. I have food to survive. Um, and, you know, guns, knives, everything. So, 
we're, we're like really good over here. <laughs> the war is going to create world hunger and mass inflation. Yes, gas is going to be like $10 a gallon, guaranteed. Again, anybody thoughts on the war? Please drop your, your thoughts in there. All right, so, you know, we started last week on this day, which is, you know, things from history on this day. So on this day in history, excuse me, pardon me, 1920, an, Amer an American named Barry Hogarty was kidnapped by a Durango in Mexico and held for ransom. It also said that this is normal. It was like in that time, Jeez. the uh, Durango kidnapping people, but this dude, he, ha he, he worked for like uh, Mills on Wheels to feed people. He That's got nice. held, yeah. Another big, big, big thing in this history in 1993, for you who didn't know, a car bomb exploded in an underground garage at the World Trade Centers. Four men were convicted to life in prison. Six people died and 100 people injured. So, RIP to the people that died that day and were hurt. And, you know, the four people definitely got their, their time. In jail, they're probably not doing too good in there yeah. for attacking America. But you have anything you want to talk about real quick, or your one of your my true crime story? Yeah, you could get one of your true crime. Okay, stories. so one of my true crime stories that um that I want to talk about was um it was about a cult. <laughs> <laughs> so I during the pandemic I was watching Netflix and there was this one called Wacko. And um, I heard about it before, but I never really paid attention. And it was it happened in Waco, Texas. So it's about this guy named David Koresh. Um, he started a like. I want to be specific because <laughs> I don't want to butcher anything. Um, one second, David Koresh. Okay, so he was. Um, it was a religious cult off of a Davidian or D Davidian Seventh-day Adventist. Um, and he basically, his teachings was apocalyptic, bibli bibli apocalyptic biblical teachings. And it was based on the book of Revelations. So what he was doing is he was taking all these families, right? And he had like a huge... Um, like a, what is it called? Like a huge compound, right? And everybody, like, he had different families. He also had different wives. Sister wives. Polygamous, correct. Um, and he was basically saying that the kids that he was having with these women, and mind you, there was a lot of underage girls, too. Um, so they were having babies. He had 24 kids. And his kids, they're basically, um, you know, like, he <laughs> made them seem like they were, like, you know, prophetic. Like, those were, like, his little prophets. Like, they were his, like, through, like, a, uh, a holy bloodline. Yeah, he, through, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, but later on, the FBI raided the place. Mm -hmm. They were... All basically, he held them all in hostage because that's that's what I want to say because um, you know they wanted to leave. Mm -hmm. If you watch that the the series, they, like they were all there, you know, mostly they all wanted to leave. Um, 
men were getting offended because, like, obviously he was sleeping with their wives because they were his wife. Um, and um, the way... This was a 51-day hostage. Situation? Yes. Like, which was absolutely crazy and insane because you have all those babies. They need milk. They need everything. You know what I mean? They had mad kids in there. Um, but the way that they got them out was they literally set the place on fire. Right, that's what I said. I was like, "What the heck? Like, you have mad babies in there." That don't sound smart, but okay. Right. Um. Eventually, a lot of the women came out and they were talking and um basically about how abusive he was. He used to beat the children with like a stick, but I'm talking about like little babies. Um, and they're talking about like the abuse that went on by him. Um, and the man honestly, he really, really thought that he was. You like know. the coming of God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Based on a true story in 1993. <laughs> Kelvin said, talk about gas prices. Dude, that's a whole nother episode, bro, mm-hmm. because gas prices are almost $4 now. Uh, the inflation on that will be crazy scary. Kevin, one of the scariest crimes would have to be the Oklahoma City bombing that was some wild shit. Yeah, that that is, oh, that's crazy, crazy, actually. Well, maybe there's so many crimes that we could talk about in general. We just decided to do like true crimes, like cults, uh, gang activity, mobster activities. It just won't really be honest. It used to be close to like an hour episode, give or take, a few stories, and then we'll let you guys, you know, tell us your your stories or ask questions. But the Oklahoma City shit was definitely wild, bro. Mm-hmm. Definitely wild. You know what a true crime is? Child support. Okay. This guy. <laughs> this guy. So funny. You're right. For some people, child support is a crime because people just abuse it. But I just always wonder, like, people that are in cults, like, what makes you freaking stay? Like, it's so weird. There's you're brainwashed. Mean... You get, it's a, it's a form of brainwashing that goes on. Yeah. Well, when you're brainwashed, you don't really have sex. You, your mind is tricked into believing something. But, like, you really think that that, like, I, I just can't. I just cannot. Some people aren't strong-willed, I man. Yeah, you're right. You know? Yep. Okay, so I'm a, my, my true crime is a criminal organization. It was based out of Philly. Um, JBM. Junior Black Mafia. Founded in 1985 by Aaron Jones, a.k.a. AJ. <clears throat> All right. AJ started as an errand boy for Philly Black Mafia's chief, Robert Mims, a.k.a. Nudie. So basically, there was a a gang, Philly Black Mafia. They started Junior Black Mafia, okay? Junior Black Mafia dominated the crack cocaine trade in North and West Philly for almost a decade. Mm. That's that's crazy. (laughs) That's BMF, essentially, Mm -hmm. over here type shit. For y'all who don't get it. And then it said, I have, they had a famous quote, a slogan, a memo. <laughs> get down or lay down. Either join, either join them or risk your death. Up to you, Papa. What you want? Let me know what you want. Okay. Okay. Bodies drop frequently in the 80s. As Jones and J.B. And JBM warred with rivals led by 
Albert Reagan and Chris Haynes. Okay, so there was a few, a few. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read you in the time frame of some of the people that killed and who they were and what importance and stuff. Um, JBM also dealt with inter- internal issues with some people starting to snitch. And some people trying to take the, the JBM crown for themselves. Between 1988 and 1990, more than a dozen gangland slayings tied to this gang. Okay? I'm going to give you a little breakdown from 1988 to 1990. So that's a two-year period. On March 26, 1988, Albert Reagan, a.k.a. A-Train, the drug gang boss, is gunned down. So... Get that nigga out of here. Took him out. April 2nd, 1988. Reagan's crew member, Dennis Caldwell, is killed. A week later, Brock White, also a member of Reagan's crew, was slain. (laughs) A week after that, James Tate murdered. He was also a member of Reagan's crew. So that's... Three of their members within a three-week period were, were murdered. On July 12th, Mark Lisby, a Philly drug figure, shot to death over a $100 debt by Anthony Reed in front of his home. Over $100. So this is showing you how vicious this gang was. $100 took him out. Crazy. On June 2nd, 1989, JBM Lieutenant Timmy Kite is killed. A month later, on February 2nd, 1989, James Suswell, a member of JBM, is gunned down by Haynes Crew Hitman. You know, so now that's in the other gang that played a part after they killed one gang boss last year. I don't know why you would play with them, but okay. Um, March 13th, JBM soldier Neil Wilk- Wilkerson, shot by Big Tone, Big Tone Reed for thoughts of him working with the DEA. Okay. Five days later, on March 18th, Big Tone Reed kills a teen named Michael Waters for hitting his car with a snowball. So he killed a kid all because a snowball was thrown at his car. I have a few more to read off to you, though. Is, is it, we not done. March 26, 1989, JBM West, Philadelphia Lieutenant Reggie Rittenberg is killed following being caught stealing from drug processes. So he was robbing his own set, his own gang. Got to pay with your life. June 29, 1989, JBM Lieutenant Eric E. Money Hearst is killed by Haynes Crew Hitman. It's the second time the Haynes Crew took somebody up out of there. On July 11, 1989, innocent bystander Willie Bowman is killed when JBM enforcer Chris Dirty Black Laster opens fire on a South Philly street corner aiming at a crew of dope boys refusing to pay JBM rent on their turf. Hey, get down or lay down. That's literally what type time they was on. They was really ready to get him up out of here. On August 10, 1989, JBM lieutenant Donnie, D-Bone Branch, who acted as one of 
Aaron Jones's bodyguard is killed in a failed assassination of Jones when Haynes' crew gunman opened fire on Jones' entourage. It sounds like he risked his life for his boss, AJ, the gang leader. September 16, 1989, Haynes' crew member, Anthony Anderson, one of the suspect shooters in Branch Murder, he was found slain. They got him. Payback. May 14, 1990, JBM boss, acting boss, Leroy Bucky Davis is shot to death on the front porch of his row home in West Philly. His successor, Brian Mucci Thornton, because an imprisoned Jones learned of Bucky Davis's plans to place a coup. A coup is, I'm going to take over now. I'm going to cut you out this. I'm going to take over. So they, they killed him for that. Um, Motorist. Oh, shit, shit. Reverse, reverse. June 10th, 1990. A motorist, Greg Jackson. Is pistol whipped and killed execution style in front of his wife by Eric Littlehawk Watkins, Moochie Thornton's driver and bodyguard guard in a road range altercation which took place in broad daylight in North Philly. This is just showing you how crazy these this gang was in this area. And Will Smith had ties to this gang uh in the beginning of his career when uh he had went broken stuff. Um but that's just a, a criminal organization that I know a lot of y'all probably didn't know of, and it was close to, you know, where where I'm from in Pennsylvania. So I decided to, you know, touch on that in this True Crimes episode. Yeah, I thought it was it was crazy because um when... Okay, so first, I knew the term of get done or lay down from state property mm-hmm. because of Beanie Siegel, right? Mm-hmm. But then I started reading on... The JBM, um, actually through Will Smith, you know, the book. And um, like you said, he was, um, I want to say affiliated. um, Because he wasn't, obviously he was not in it, you know what I mean? But he knew the guy, and he knew the guys, and he used to hang out at his house and play pool. And, you know, um, and he said in his book, like, you know, when he went broke, like, he helped him get to Los Angeles to pursue his acting career. Um. I knew that, you know, we all have gangs and stuff, but, like, I didn't know that, like, <laughs> Philly had that, you know what Big I mean? Big of a gang. Um, but it was crazy. It's it's crazy, you know. and they were they were really laying shit down. And, you know, in Philly, bodies drop, and you don't even know. <laughs> it was, like, the number one murder capital for a while. But Philly's still out here. They, in Philly, they kill cops. Philly is still wild. Kevin said, the, crim- the criminal of America are the politicians. Let's Amen. applaud that. Yep. Helping paying trilogy. Pablo Escobar was an amazing businessman, but he stayed in the game too long after becoming amazingly rich. Should have made that motherfucker president. That motherfucker had a whole smart. zoo. Yeah. A whole zoo. When that motherfucker when when they when they uh he, when they arrested him, if I'm not mistaken, it was like two or four hippos that got loose and now there's hippos down there that kill people yeah. because of this motherfucker. I remember once I read somewhere that um, that uh, rats ate like a million dollars for a year. <laughs> they were eating a million a year. Of his of, yeah, yeah, of his money. Chaz B. Gaiman, Lamont, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Sex some bitch. He said, "What's to- the topics today?" I told him, "Kevin, I got two good questions for you guys. One of my residents here thinks I'm part of. The, I think is part of the mob. Could he be. might be. Could be. If he threatens you, Chase, be scared. Don't don't." Don't don't let him don't let him threaten you. I got your back, boo boo. 
Kevin said, what is the funniest crime y'all been a part of? Have you ever been a part? What do you mean by that? Hmm. Right. What You mean what like mean? illegal police crime <laughs> or like, you know, school crime, skipping school or something dumb like that? Like, uh, give me a, a better definition on how I should answer this. Okay, so I want to say... Dumb shit. Dumb shit? A dumb crime? A dumb crime. A dumb crime. I don't know if I have dumb... I've had scary crimes. I don't know about dumb crimes. Doesn't matter. Okay. He said doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not going to name any names. All right. So I remember one time when I was younger, um, I was in a car with my friends, and we were going to go to someone's house to smoke late at night. We had been drinking and stuff, and my friend, she was driving, um, and out of nowhere, we get stopped on 2nd Street, um, you know, near the Syrian side, and I remember it was four of us, I was in the back seat, and my friend that's driving, she tells my other friend, like, girl, I have this and that in my purse. I know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Don't incriminate yourself. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> she said, I got this and that stuff <laughs> in my purse. I need you to, you know, put it underneath the seat. And, um, you know, it was a lot of stuff. And oh. I was, like, super terrified. Um, but the reason why they stopped us, <laughs> the reason why they stopped us was because I think she had, like, a suspended license plate or something. Yeah. They yeah, ended you... up taking the car, thank God. And Did just... they find it? No. Oh, amen, no. hallelujah. No, I was, praying. I was in the back seat like, y'all bitches, I was the only one with a kid at the time, so I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't go to jail, like all this crazy shit. Um, but thank God, nothing happened. Um, like dumb crime? Um, I don't really know, I gotta... We did a lot of dumb shit. We did a lot of dumb shit. The dumb, I think the dumbest shit, like the dumbest crime that we could have got, I could have got in trouble for, but it wasn't really, I was a kid, it was me and Gabby when we used to break into the Sue's van, but we didn't know it was hers at first. Oh, we used to break man. into the van. Break. We broke into the van, right? Once we broke into the van, it had like a mini fridge in it. So, you know, back in the day, that's like awesome and shit. What did you take? Uh, wait, whoa, no. That was our hiding spot. That was our hiding spot. So what we would do is then go to the store and steal mad shit, go in there. But it was just a dumb. It was just a dumb crime. It was that was dumb yeah. shit. Yeah. But like, there was crimes that at the time probably weren't um dumb. Mm-hmm. But when I look at it now, like damn, that was dumb. Yeah, me too. Like I used to go to like the corner store that on Fourteenth. Yeah. And I used to buy, I not buy, I used to take stink bombs and like little fart yeah, sprays little and set it off in school. I mean, okay, statue of limitations or whatever, I don't give a fuck. Like my cousin had told Mondi the story. Uh, when we were younger, I robbed someone and made my cousin hold the gun. He was little, I was little, but it didn't matter. That was dumb. Don't don't do that. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Telling my little cousin like, yo, hold the scrap while I take his shit. But it happened. That was dumb. Where does Chase live? Michigan. Oh, Let me read some. Cold up there. Brandon, don't incriminate yourself. Josh, Kevin pretty much said incriminate yourself. Chase, I have a question. When are you guys coming to see me? 
Chase, I would love to actually go over there, but it got to be summer to go over right, there, dog. Right. If it's colder than PA, yeah. and I hate PA, I can't go over there if it's not cold. Free shirts, GG's. <laughs> that, that was, was dumb. dumb. That's right. Dad, shut up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it shit happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was dumb. That was dumb, yeah, having my cousin hold it, dog. That was pretty bad. But at the time... I didn't. I wasn't thinking. It was like I'm gonna get this shit one way. I should have just held the gun to have my cousin run his pockets. But yeah, I don't know. That was. It was whatever. You have a. I do. Um, from my other true crimes. Um. Oh, sorry. time out. But that we were a part of that, and I almost forgot. That was what, taking or the money? fake money, Kev. The fake money. Ooh, I used to have fake money too. So, oh my god. So we we printed. Uh, I made a fake twenty dollar bill, right? Okay. And I sent my boy into the store. Well, he wasn't my boy. He was he was our boy, but he wasn't our boy. And he went to the store. It was an old like older lady. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, buy this. She gives him the bag, gives him the change, but he stands there. She's like, oh yeah, this is. She's like, you know, after looking at, oh, this is fake. He gave everything back. I'm like, why'd you stand there? I got nervous. I got nervous. But we did used to leave school, go to the CVS down the street, fill the book bag up with Twix, winter fresh gum, and a cellar in school. That was a dumb crime. Like, we could have really went to jail for some, like, gum and shit. I know. Me too. Like, I remember, like, back, back, back in the day. Daily. Um, we, 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 I had taken fake money to the strip club. Which I thought was pretty smart, but then like I w- I would use it too on the um, ice cream trucks. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that's the Get only place I would take it at the time. Ice cream truck. Yeah, Chase. He was definitely but. the bait. Chase said, "I expect my shirt to be autographed and some spicy pics of Lamont to be in the package as well." Well, goddamn. Oh, uh, so your yeah. true crime. So my true crime was it's gonna be about um. Sammy the Bull Gravano. Um, I love, love, love mob stories. I love everything. I was obsessed with it for such a long time. Um, because it's, you know, it's blood in, blood out. Like they do like a real like blood ritual. Like mm-hmm. for real, for real. Like they stab yeah, you, no, cut yeah. you, and yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And they burn a saint and all this crazy stuff. So the mob was or is. Um, it was based on five families. Um, Sammy the Bull, he was um, he was underboss. He first started off as an associate. Yeah. There's like five rankings, right? And um, he started as an associate for the. Um, one second. He was an associate for the. Colombo mm-hmm. family. Um, he worked his way up, and then he was underneath John Gotti, the famous John Gotti, the Dapper Don, right? Um, he um, he was convicted or was linked to nineteen murders. Mm-hmm. He eventually um, cooperated. Yep. Um, the reason why he cooperated was because they had tapes of John Gotti um, basically trying to frame him um, of 
everything. Of yeah, basically of everybody else's murder. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy said that he would take his nineteen. And what was crazy was like he even had to kill like his brother in law, which I thought was like super insane. <laughs> In this game, if you gotta go, they gotta go. Um. So yeah, he, he ended up cooperating. He ended up doing, I believe, four years, and then he got enrolled into the witness protection program. After that, he ended up living in Arizona, and then he got locked up again for, I believe, for another maybe 20 years or 10 years for an ecstasy ring that he just took the charge for his kids. Yep. Um, he had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, the story is fascinating because there is always, like, a, there's black and white, right? Mm-hmm. You do the crime, you do the time, like... Don't get into this if you're not gonna. Yep. If you're not gonna do it, he was the first one to actually like really like, like flip, kind of. Um, he got a lot of flack for it, and I've always wondered people's opinions about it because, you know, he basically flipped because they were trying to. Oh, yeah. Put it all on him, and they were trying to frame him for everybody else's murders. So I always wondered, wanna like, know. I want to know people's opinion. Like, do you consider him a rat? Do you consider him a snitch? Um, again, like I said, he was, he flipped because he heard the tapes. Of him being of singled out. Him being singled out. Yeah. So if anybody in chat would like to give their opinion, I would love to know. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to clarify it a little bit. So John Gotti is the one who... Remember, the mob is a secret. Cosa Nostra. Mm-hmm. He destroyed that. He was flashy. He was all this. And then he was trying to line up his hitman, Sammy the Bull, Bull, for all the charges because he knew Sammy had the power and the respect to take his spot. So John Gotti technically was going, you mm-hmm. know, snitch on him type shit. And in return, Sammy, he told. And I got told Vanessa, I said... I understand why he did it, but he's still a rat. You broke the code, you know what I'm saying? For that, should have killed him. If you really bought that, should have took that man out. You know what I mean? But he was ruthless. He couldn't. That's you, you understand nah, what I'm saying? To me, that was the thing. That's the thing about them that I I feel like Sammy had more balls than John. You but that's what why I'm he. Saying? That's why he wanted that's him to what, go down for the charges. Right. Because. No, but I'm saying Sammy should have killed John instead of snitching. Oh, absolutely. He's yeah, he back. once you tell, you tell. That's it. And even though he showed, he showed loyalty to his family yeah. when he took the rap for his kids. But you can't ever live off that. You you told my nigga, you told it is what it was. Um. Everybody, let us know if if you think he's a rat or he was justified for doing what he what he did. Um. Chase said, Pop said, I used to rob the arcades. Chase said, I used to be in cahoots with the cashier and will buy smokes and dip at 13. That's probably the worst dumb thing I did. I asked Pop, how much did you get? He said, four to five hundred. I told him, back then, that's a few thousand because you old. He said, he's a rat. Kill his ass. Yeah, it was. Man, I do have, since we like talking about like one of the funny things, when I was living on 2nd Street, Kyla was like just born. And that's how I met my one, my one boy. His name's Pete. I free him, right? He was squabbling with somebody and shit. 
Yo, boy started running because he was losing. This nigga P-Dot picked up a scooter and threw it at him. <laughs> boy keeps fighting, but this is where I started dying and was like, yo, I respect this little nigga. The dude takes off his belt, and as he takes off the belt to hit, P-Dot, P-Dot then gets the belt and starts beating him with it. Nigga, funniest shit. That's the old-fashioned Yo, son, I was crying so hard. He was a young, he was young boy. And nigga, I was like, yo, I told cuz, I said, yo, respect. Like, whatever you, you cool in my book. You ever need anything, holla at me. Because this nigga hit him with the scooter. Shamink! Oh, I thought boy was going down. Boy didn't go down. He just recovered, right? <laughs> he took off his belt. When he took off the belt and swung it, he grabbed it. It was like some pootie tang. She's <laughs> He started whooping this nigga. And, I'm, and you know me, I'm across the street. I'm a man of the Lord, but I'm like, hit that nigga. No, yo, he beating funny. the shit out of him. He came back. I said, yo, I respect it, yo. I said, I don't know why you hit him with the scooter, but when he took off the belt and you fucked him up, respect. After that, it was my young boy was chilling every day. Real nigga shit. That shit was just hilarious when he took off, when the boy took off the belt, gripped that shit in the air. I said, oh, he started hitting him. Yo, first of all, Angel's in chat, so I'm going to talk about him. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> I don't ever forget the time where he fought some dude that was dating my friend, and they were both on papers, bro. They were both on papers. <laughs> and the crazy shit was, we were we were in Angel's apartment, because Angel was dating my friend. So, you know, he specifically said he didn't want dude there. And dude wasn't there. Dude went to pick up my other friend. And so, there was problems. Um, they ended up fighting, like, for real. Like, first of all, I never seen grown men fight like that. It was crazy. Somebody, somewhere, pulled out a knife. Somebody got stabbed. And it wasn't neither of them. Um, and all I remember was running upstairs, because we heard the cops were coming. And we all fucking turned the lights down. <laughs> we were down laying on the floor, like... I was straight up crying like Angel's gonna go right back to jail because <laughs> the guy just came out. I was like, oh my god! But lucky for us, everything was fine. No one went to jail. Uh, the girl that got stabbed—it was, <laughs> it wasn't really stabbed. She got sliced. She got sliced. And um, you know, she got it fixed. And till this day, she always says like that's that was her love, her loyalty for Angel. You know what I'm saying? But. That's funny. I hope he hears this. I hope he's still there. <laughs> um, damn, I had someone tip him on something. Oh, Kev said, I was late for that. I went to buy some fries at the corner store. <laughs> Josh said, nigga held the belt in the air and said, it's morphin' time, Power Ranger shit. Yo, bro, <laughs> real nigga shit, bro. That shit was hilarious. He had to be Hispanic. Who? Peanut? Who, whoever, whoever had the belt. And that was like, I'm going to whoop your ass with this belt. Oh, yeah, the dude that... Yeah, he was light skinned Spanish. P dot was darker Spanish. That shit was crazy. That shit was that shit was crazy. I don't know if nobody said. I also seen him. <laughs> Second Street is wild. It, it's funny, but it's not funny. So the one nigga on Second, he used to like mess with younger girls, like, like not his age. Right. On, like on Second, like, so. And he had a slick mouth, right? So the one time he got into an argument with a, the the one of the girls. He is like, yo, shut up, bitch. I'll smack you, right? And then boom. I'm, we on we in the we on the porch. 
We chilling. <laughs> Son come around the corner. He say, hey, yo, Angel. The nigga's like, what? Nigga walked up on him, pistol whipped him in front of everybody. Watch your fucking mouth. And I was like, hey, yo. And my, because we're from the niggas I knew, I was like, if a nigga, if a nigga do that, you got to at least fight back. You got to do something. This nigga got his shit pistol whipped. This nigga was on some, yo, please, please. I'm like, what just happened? You was just talking all this hot shit. Nothing. Pistol whipped him. Nigga just laid down. And his family was really about the action. That's why I don't understand why he ain't called his family. Because nigga pistol whipped me. I'm calling everybody. Did he get shot in that? No, Kev. He got he got pistol whipped right in front of everybody. Broad day like me. Yo, JJ, what's up, bro? That shit was funny. That shit was hilarious. I'm going to ask again since there's a, a few more people in here. Do y'all think Sammy the Bull is a rat slash snitch for telling on the crimes he didn't commit because they were trying to pin, trying to pin extra murders on him? What do y'all think? Yo, tri- yo, fake-ass Trey Songs, a.k.a. Pop Smoke Wannabe. Kev, appreciate that follow. And yo, Second Street, you see mad, mad shit, mad shit. I feel like... Second Street is like it's a whole different, different city, right? It's a different world. <laughs> it's a whole different city. It's like so crazy. It'd be so wild. Anything there. and everything there. To the to to the right of US, the hood, to the left of US, little Syria. Yeah, you got a little Syria up the street near Sheridan. Yep. Them niggas don't fuck with us yep. down here. We don't fuck with them niggas. Yep, you go on Grand Then you street, got you, go, you see the Dominicans. And then oh, when we when I lived on Court Street, Gabby's family the one time got into it with the Dominicans in the apartment building across the street. Crazy bra in the in the in the plaza. Crazy brawl. Never forget that shit. Nigga, Second Street is its own world, my nigga. Like, it's crazy. I remember... It's not a, well, it's not a crime, but I'm going to say it's funny. You talk about shit. It was we, was... we used to, like... Okay, my mom used to help out this one girl. And she wasn't taking showers and shit, right? She was, like, dirty. No. So my sister, Bibi, and Julie Mar used to, like... Throw soapy water on her. Because when we would tell her to take a bath. You're annoying. Yo. Oh, God. They would they, they would tell her. We would tell her, like, yo, can you take a bath? Can you take a bath? Shorty wasn't hearing it. So they threw water on her. But the when they threw water on her, it was another white chick near her. And she started talking crazy to me. Right? So my first response is, first off, it wasn't me. Relax. She kept the yada, yada, yada. I'll say, you know, I'll smack the dog shit out you. Like, relax. Yeah. Whatever. So, this is where, from her talking all this crazy shit on how, like, she got a good man and yada, yada. All this extra shit that I didn't give a fuck about. I'm 17. I'm like, bitch, what's cracking? Get whoever you want. Get your little retard brother. I'll beat that nigga the fuck up. All that shit. Because her brother's, like, my age. But he's just, he looked retarded to me. I don't know. So, a few days later, I wake up. I don't got Kyla, so I slept in. I wake up. I come downstairs. See, like, three niggas come up from my basement that I know, and I'm like, my man is like, yo, L, you next? And I'm like, huh? The fuck is you talking? Now I'm waiting for Kyla, so I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, is you next? I'm like, yo, cuz, I don't know what you talk. Who comes up from the basement after just getting a train ran on her? And I'm like, 
I started dying. Because I'm like, yo, this bitch just was saying two days ago, her man this, her man that. Just let niggas run the train on you. You didn't even get no paper out of you. Just let niggas run the train on you. That's crazy. They must have broke up. Yeah, yeah, she broke up. Yeah, after she had three dicks in her, they broke up. Yo, man, that shit used to be crazy, though. Know? Second Street, man, this is definitely a different world, bro. It sure is. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. I don't know why it's like that. It's my block, though. Love you, niggas. <laughs> choo, choo. This, yo, bro, I was done, bro. I'm telling you, because at that point, then, I'm like, I don't even want to hit you no more. You can't talk to me crazy. You just a dirty ass whore. Like, yeah. there's nothing you can say or do now. I, like, I seen that. After you was just talking like, I ain't these other bitches. Right. Okay. Okay. You have another true crime you want to talk about or no? No, I don't. That was it for me. Any any questions, chat? Any anything? questions, yup. Anything y'all want to do? Uh, let us know one of your dumb crimes. Pop let us know. He said, you know, he used to rob the arcade when he was a kid in 94. I mean, in 49, and you got a couple hundred off it, four or five hundred and shit. Uh, something dumb that y'all did, crime or not, something funny in y'all childhood y'all would like to talk to us about, let us know, man. And I know this is a shorter episode than normal, but it's only uh, two of us. It's also a pre-scheduled uh, episode, True Crimes. You know, it's a topic. It's not just topics we have. Gabby, man, I said that, bro. We used to rob Susan and put it in her van that we broke into. When we used to play manhunt and niggas couldn't find us, nigga, we in the van. Stop. Eating chips, drinking soda. And I'm that Gabby's mom, nah, she wasn't having it when they couldn't find us. And we're telling them, yo, we heard y'all, we heard y'all, we heard you. Do you know where you guys were hiding? No, she didn't uh, know. But it's like, so the alley, yeah. whoop, we're here. So Gabby's mom voice, you heard it. Because we knew when Gabby's finna get his ass beat. Yeah. So when she said it, right? I'm like, yo. I said, yo, let's get let's get out. We should get out, right? This nigga said, he said, nah, I'm gonna get beat anyway. We might as well just keep hiding, right? Keep it down. <laughs> yo. And then this is how I knew it was real. When his dad, when Big David got called out. Nah, nigga, once I heard his pops, I said, nah, see you later, my right. nigga. We climbed right out that bitch. But we were we were telling, so his mom is like, Lamont, where were y'all? And we're not giving up the secret spot, but I'm like, we were we were here. Yeah. And they're like, no, no. And I'm like, no, like, we were here. Yeah. Nigga, that's the first time ever when I, I wasn't allowed to their house for like two days because of that shit. Because we would not tell them where we were at. But we heard, like, we told them everything. Gabby's like, we heard you. And he's explaining yeah. everything. And his mom kept saying, well, why wouldn't you come out then? Right. We're playing a game. Playing he's like, game. we're not going to lose. Yeah. Nigga, funniest shit ever. Because once I heard his dad, I was like, nah, nigga, we out of here. This is it. <laughs> this is, you're done for now. They called your pops. It's oh, he said, keep it down. I want to say the, the other only thing, illegal thing that I used to do. I used to get, um, I was one of the oldest out of my group of friends and I used to just sneak them in the club when they were underage. Like, fucking, uh, <laughs> like, like, um, Lamine, she used to go into the club at, like, 17. Natalie oh, at okay. 17. Yeah, you wildin' for that. Uh, Crystal at, like, 19, 20, like, yeah. And that's another thing in the hood. I was, I was drinking, like, 13. I was drinking 12, yeah. 13, 40s of OE, 
like chilling, like wilding, just dumb shit, mm-hmm. dumb shit, dumb shit, dumb shit. Niggas was drinking coquito at like twelve. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> like that was like nothing. They act them. niggas like, niggas act like coquito don't got alcohol right. in it, but whatever. I'm gonna drink it anyway. You right. know what I mean? Now nah, they was doing some good times. I'm, I forget who I was with, but <laughs> I was young, young, and niggas mooned the car, and the car almost crashed, <gasps> and I was like, yo. You almost called a homicide off your ass. Like that's crazy. Okay, you gonna you gonna go to jail for mooning somebody, that's son? Okay. Crazy. <laughs> Box is bit I know. I just said it. That's why. That's why I had to show the shoe. Gabby over there acting up. And then me and Gabby used to just do mad shit that we was. They'd be like, ride the bikes around the plaza, niggas in Cumberland. What Y'all are annoying. What the fuck? Bad Yo, but ass kids. Nah, it's you know what it was because we felt like we were like around the corner. How y'all gonna know? But my thing, because you know, it's not like nobody was sitting outside. Niggas didn't give a fuck. They just knew like, and then it, then it would always like if whatever Gabby was saying needed to be val- 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 validated. It was his mom would ask me because I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So she would ask me Lamont da 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 da. But Gabby, I don't know, man. Me and him just do whatever. Good times, though. Breaking in the cars, all that shit. Yeah, I know, Gabby. Yeah, I used to know how to do that. That shit was lit, man. Yeah. It was lit, but dumb. Good thing we didn't get caught. Yeah. Another funny thing is Kevin, Chris, and my boy Chico. At this time, I got sent to Allen because Kev couldn't keep watch. We told him watch for the police. He didn't. They sent me to Allen because we was playing basketball. It's all your fault. But they decide this time, we're going to go to Bethlehem to play ball. Mm-hmm. They stop at Giant. This nigga Chris still a whole chicken, rotisserie chicken, and a two-liter soda. I'm like, yo, like, something small, something. Nigga, the whole joint, crazy. Or the one time, I ain't going to say no names. We were supposed to break into someone's crib, and I'm like, I got real sick. Mad sick, and I give time. Don't do it today. Let's do it tomorrow when I feel better. I leave school early because I'm like, I feel like I'm dying, right? They do it. Next day, somebody comes in with some jewelry. Mind you, it's a broke nigga. He gave some jewelry (laughs) to his bitch. He gave some jewelry to his bitch, right? Homeboy seen it on shorty. Ask her, where you get that from? So, oh, my man, yada, yada, yada. Niggas had to give everything back. No way. Everything back. So bad. Niggas, first off, niggas was really dumb. Because these niggas, right, was in the crib. Niggas took out the trash. Niggas did the dishes because they ate. They did mad dumb shit. And I was just like, yo, niggas is retarded, bro. Just doing whatever. But you know how that goes. Um, We about to end this soon, but... Again, I'm going to tell y'all like I tell y'all every week. If y'all want an extra chance at being a winner at on this giveaway and a choice of a, a mug or a shirt, um, you know, make sure you like this post, you share this post, mm-hmm. put you in the drawing. We're probably going to do the drawing uh, March 19th. Uh, I think we'll have six winners, one for six people. So, again, also... If you don't want to comment on the wall, if you don't, Josh is coming. If you don't want to comment it on the wall, inbox it. Just inbox. He's, mm-hmm. 
He said, can y'all say one team. time collectively <laughs> as a team? Uh, nigga, it's only two of us. But we're going to say it. If you put the word, the gooch, the gooch, you could definitely be an extra chance in at winning a shirt. You could get a Coach of Talk shirt like this. We got another logo that we put up there. You could get the gooch. Girls, you going to lick it or not? You could get the regular, the gooch. Uh, we got a new logo for the gooch. Um, listen, you want when y'all going to start giving away food stamps? When you start handing them out. Yo. Black Kev, you got all the food stamps, bro. Let me get some. On the count of three, let's say it together. One, two, three. The Gooch. And it popped up, pops popped up. All right, man. Listen, again, comment it on the wall. Inbox us. Text one of us it. Don't matter. You'll get an extra chance to win. We want to thank you guys. I know it's short. I know y'all want to see us more. want to hear us talk more. Kev, appreciate you following. Uh, and all that stopping by comment we appreciate it uh you know you know where to find me you can find me on facebook uh you can find god's dirty hands facebook tiktok uh twitter twitch youtube and you can find you can find me on facebook and on instagram love you guys love you guys